when you open yourself up to everything that you truly desire, the desire that's within you will magnetize all that you require in the seen and the unseen world. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. My name is Cordelia Gaffar. I'm the CEO of Workout Around My Day and the Ultimate Joy Goddess. I guide highly intelligent women to be aligned in their four minds and become multi-orgasmic through 90-day embodiment experiences and intensive embodiment experiences as well as one-on-one -on -one intensive experiences. Allow yourself to be free. Hello and welcome to the Free to Be Show. Today, I am excited to bring to you a new conversation. In recent episodes, we've been talking a lot about the inner self and building <clears throat> beginning within. And so one thing that we don't consider is uh, an integral part of our makeup and our DNA is our relationship with money. So today I'm so excited to bring someone who I have experienced as a pioneer, um, trailblazer and thought leader when it comes to wealth um, and women. So my next guest today is Joanna Doiban, and she teaches the three pillars of wealth, wealth, mindset, money, organization, and easy bake oven investing to busy women and moms, revolutionizing this male dominated industry from telling you what to do to educating you on how to utilize money intentionality with a bachelor's in finance and a life insurance license in dozens of states, Joanna is a trailblazer and thought leader in financial self-care and wealth education for women. So I'm so excited that she has that in her bio, the self-care piece. Welcome, Joanna. Hi, Cordelia. So happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you. And not just because you share a name with my sister, but the one I actually like. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I, I love all my sisters, you know, but we don't always like people. So um, let's begin with how women feel about money when we talk about things that we like or don't like. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, very common to the topic of sex. Money is sometimes things people, women don't want to talk about. And, and through starting this business, I've realized that we need to normalize women talking about money, not just to have the conversation, but to be empowered and educated on how to always be supported by money throughout their lives. So I love that. The, and I love the way you completely um, made it a parallel to my let's normalize women having great sex and mm -hmm. being multi-orgasmic. It's the same thing. Let's, let's normalize women talking about money resulting in their empowerment and intentionality. Exactly. Gorgeous. So let's dive in. What does that look like? Like practically, 
you know? Yes. Well, yeah, with any topic that somebody finds sensitive, there is more anxiety and fear in avoiding it and thinking about it than actually opening up the bank account and looking at what's happening. And so it all really starts with being um, ripping off that Band-Aid and being aware so that you don't feel controlled anymore and you can start to take control. Yeah. So you're taking the reins. Man, this is like so parallel because I literally posted something like this the other day. I'm like, why don't you take the reins in the bedroom, right? And you're like, why don't you take the reins in the bank account? Yes. Yeah. And just like look at it, face it, feel it. All the feels, you know, as you talk about anxiety, all the, um, you know, heart racing, (laughs) brain pulsating, (laughs) like feel it. And, and then you get to be like, well, I don't know what to do. And that's, and, and then they'll remember seeing your very entertaining Instagram reels and they'll be like, I know. I'm going to call Joanna. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I really do. Because I think the reason we avoid some of these topics is because we don't have a safe space to land, whether it's sex or whether it's money or something else, a trauma, a bad toxic relationship. You know, when we're isolating ourselves, we make it worse. And the best thing we can do is empower ourselves by just starting by looking at it. Just let's look at it. And and what that does essentially is is give us a, a point A, right? We want to get to point B, but if we can't look at point A on the map, then we, we can't find the roadmap to get there. Yeah. So what roadmap, what roadmap have you put together for them? Right. So there's two parts of of money. One is the wealth energetics, activating your wealthy mindset and really being intentional about the thoughts that you think, the words that you say, and that creates your reality. So one part is the wealth mindset and, and the other part is the organizing the, the money so we can actually be intentional about where we spend it. So when it comes to mindset and when it comes to thinking about our money and thinking about our worth, there are a lot of stories that we've been telling ourselves or experiences from our upbringing that are going to shape how we think about money and the whole experience. And we create our own realities and we can change that story as well. So there's no amount of strategy that can outwork a a poverty mindset. That's really the foundation. Yeah. So even if you were to organize into, let's say, household expenses, um, and then you have perhaps a different account for, um, well, let's not talk about if this person is an entrepreneur, but like you have household expenses and then maybe you have your backup emergency medical uh, expenses, right? So these would be two checking accounts and then you'll have your savings, right? And then you'll have your emergency backup savings. And then you'll have your non, um, what do you call it? The ones that are not liquid, easily, you know. Those yeah, and maybe whatever. investments or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, before you even want to look at how do I organize it in the bank, uh, but you're onto something about separate accounts there. Okay. Uh, before you even go to really organize it and strategize about the money, uh, really like we want to talk about what is the mindset? What do you think when you hear the word money or financial freedom, how it relates to you and what you feel worthy of? And so uh, what I teach with women is, how to, when we do look at it, we understand where it's at, but let's put our vision on the future self and the future version of her, right? The future version of Joanna or Cordelia or Sally or Sarah. And what is she embodying when it comes to money? Because when we can look at point B, right? And where we want to be mindset wise, that can really transform our internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically you help the person to um, fantasize a world as the destination self. For sure. Sometimes these are called future self meditations. Uh, the visualizations are really powerful here. And you know, a lot of people want to start from maybe step one to say, where am I baseline? What do I think when it comes to money? What are some words that I use? Do I say I'm broke or I can't afford that? Do Am I worried about my debt? Is it keeping me up at night? Do I feel shame and guilt about past mistakes or money decisions? And you get to release all that. But first, you've got to bring it to the surface. And so, it can be journaling. It could be meditations. We really want to uncover any money blocks that people might have. You know, I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt you because that set of questions you just asked were really good. I was like answering them. Yeah. Um, is that like in your um... curriculum? Yeah. Well, everything I do is still being developed, uh, believe okay. it or not. A lot of the strategy when it comes to money organizing and wealth planning for the future is stuff that I've been working on for years. Uh, the money mindset is really a journey I'm going on my own self. And um, and so it's not in a structured uh, curriculum yet, but it's absolutely part of uh, the program I'm about to launch in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, whoa, those are great questions. Like, yes, no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was listening though. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I'm going to do something that I don't normally offer to my guests. I'm going to give you this recording um, since you're still building your program and you can listen back, you know. Thank you. So, yeah. Yes. So for future guests, I don't actually give out these recordings if you want it. You know, there's strategies behind that. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I receive, I receive, you know, Cordelia, I have been learning to receive uh, this gift. So yes, thank you. I accept that. I will go back and listen and help develop my curriculum, you know, very intentionally. And it's same with money. I thought it was really hard to receive. I felt very much uh, needy or, you know, less than by receiving gifts. And and as women, we're so quick to help other people and, and be there for our families and be there for our friends. But how much are we allowing other people to give to us? Yeah. And being open to receive is one of the magic, you know, attractions when it comes to money. Uh, because without that opening, you, you'll miss out. You'll miss out on gifts. 
Yeah. So how do you help someone? Because I I come across that an awful lot too. Yes. Well, so we are developing this program and it's going to uh, have a weekly component of money mindset because this is a journey that we go on. And some people are a lot further ahead, but others really have to undo uh, some of that money is the root of all evil and there's never enough. You know, um, when you go to spend and you're clutching your fists before you release the money out, mm. just different energies. So the way I help people is first we want to really uncover what are your money truths? What are the things that you feel in your body? Is it constricted? Are you happy? Does it make you smile? And from there, we want to rewrite the undesirable thoughts that are repetitive and and just talking over and over in our minds uh, on autopilot, we want to rewrite those with mantras, again, being one of the modalities of stepping into your wealthy self. It might sound something like setting an alarm on your phone that reminds you every day at 7 a.m. that money flows freely and easily to me. That's a very commonly heard mantra. And and it's important to differentiate between the mantra of, I will bring in $1 million in the next 90 days. Mm -hmm. Those are, I'm sure someone out there can unlock that. That's not, I'm not at that level yet. And and a lot of people are turned off by that. It, It does the opposite effect. But when we use mantras to to be open, uh, to change the thought, the thoughts that are repetitive that are not helping us, then we get to step into the identity of her. Um, another one I like is I'm I'm a I'm open to receive, right? I'm a magnet for wealth, um, and you know I am so happy and grateful now that I. And then you can kind of fill in the blank around the thing you want now that I am debt free. Right. If that's the thing that really grinds your gears around money, you can say, I'm so happy and grateful now that I am debt free. And you're open to this identity of being debt free. And the universe goes to work to put things in your path that might have been there, always coming to you. But now that you're aware of and you're open to, to give you the opportunity to make that mantra a reality. Yeah. And also, like, as you say that, that opens up parts of your heart you know, and it's believable, you know, you can really, um, it puts you in the fantasy, you know, a lot of these things that you're saying are very parallel, because I, you know, I often talk about where do you feel that in your body? Mm -hmm. And I talk about like the energy of your words. It's like, what are you saying? You know, Mm -hmm. what are you praying for? Because your words are prayers, or, you know, some people call them spells, you know, but it's the truth, whatever you want to call it, and, and it's true. All these things are already in your field. It's just a matter of pulling them in and magnetizing them with the, this, you know, the, the mouth yes. and the brain. It's like, come to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and often people want to know how. And it's not about the how. Let's just start with the what. What is it that you desire? And give yourself permission to desire that. And then be open to it landing. I want you to repeat that. Give yourself, go ahead. Give yourself permission to desire that wealthy woman identity, whatever that means to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Go ahead. I know. Okay. We- yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, the mantras and the thoughts and the thoughts. And so when we do have that thought, let's just say, um, oh, I can't afford that. Cancel, cancel, delete, delete. I know someone that actually says out loud, cancel, delete, because they want to eliminate that bad habit, that undesirable habit of saying, I can't afford that, or I'm broke, or I'm tired of being broke. And so cancel, cancel, delete, delete. Let's replace that. And let's on a daily basis, let the technology that's, you know, dinging anyways, all the notifications that come in, let's choose what we want to notify ourselves of. And Hmm. I'm stepping into the woman that embodies wealth. I'm stepping into the woman that attracts opportunities. Opportunities land in my lap. So that's a big part of the component of if we're talking about the feminine, you know, divine, the way we're born to receive, to be vessels to receive, then we get to tap into the feminine side of money and saying, I'm open to receive. This is my divine right. And instead of chasing and hustling and grinding for that money, say what you want if you want it to just fall in your lap easily. Uh, you get to say that and you get to create a reality around that. Yeah, that's so true. You know, and it's so easy. Sometimes you're like, you look at your bank account, you're like, oh my God, I should just do some DoorDash or maybe I'll sign <laughs> it for Uber. And it's like, mm, where do I feel that? How do I feel about that in my body? And my body's like, that's a no. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I have to say, when we connected a couple of days ago, you gifted me this uh, uh, recommendation of a book. And I said, well, I'm picking it up. And I did. And immediately it talked about what you're saying, how this wealth consciousness is really not about the currency. It's not about the dollar. It's not about even the bank account. We look at it, we organize it. But when we obsess about the number or the currency aspect of money, it doesn't get better. What gets better is being in the energy of how do I add so much value? How do I be in my zone of genius? How do I add a a side project or a side hustle or another business opportunity or a part-time thing that's going to be so in alignment that my my engagement with people out in the world is going to add value to them to put the dollars in the bank so we can organize it and make it grow for ourselves. So thank you for that recommendation. Am I ready? Yeah. And, and just to play on words, right? Um, so it kind of is a current, current, (laughs) you know, um, that, or, you know, and, and a form of frequency, I guess, that is happening, you know, in the unseen realm, right? Yes. So there, there, there is the, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about bringing stuff in, you know, we, we want to get into the frequency right now. Uh, the frequency is too low. And so the things that you, you know, truly desire and most likely require are not coming to you or falling in your lap because of your words. And, um, we, you know, it's, there's a lot of, do you know what sound healing is? Sure. Okay. Right. So the, <laughs> we are a vessel and the sound that comes out of our mouth is what, you know, shapes our, um, our frequency. So we're only going to pick up certain frequencies according to what we're sounding in our vessel. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. Even posture, even physical posture, when you are so in your own world and so consumed by your own situation, your posture is down in and down. But when you can look up, and have chin up and, and shoulders back. Now you're open to all of these other check possibilities. <laughs> yes, check our posture. Yeah. Um, it's so subtle. It is, it is the vibration, right? The frequency, the, the sound, the currents. It's so subtle, but it does make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I wrote, I wrote about posture in my book too, but in relation to uh, breath. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, yeah, I, I'm just letting, I, I want the listeners to be able to connect the dots, you know, also. So it's, it's our posture and it's your breath. Like how easy are you breathing? A lot of time our breath goes into shallow breathing when we're anxious, yeah. right? And another thing to pay attention to is the position of your tongue. When you're in trauma response, the tongue will lift um, or if you're stressed or worried, you'll bite on the sides of your tongue, you know, and, but if your tongue is just at rest and your mouth feels juicy, you know, then more than likely you're relaxed. And so that's where, you know, we want you to be when it comes to money and sex, you know, um, you should always be at peace, at rest, you know, completely calm and um, grateful, right? The book I recommended to you talks about, you know, but not like the gratitude where we always hear it's just like, oh, I'm thankful. No, it's just like, I am so grateful that I get to use these $10 to buy this thing, you know? And I have to remind myself sometimes because I'll go to the store and I'll be like, man, this thing costs $10, you know? <laughs> I mean, not yes. necessarily, you know, but it, you know, it happens. And so, and then I have to be like, and I get to yes. purchase it because I have $10. <laughs> yes. Know? Yes. It is really a sign of wealth. When I bring the groceries home and I unpack them, I see them all on my counter and I have fruits and I have vegetables and I have eggs and meats. And I just feel wealthy in that. And, and we're, we will not have more if we can't appreciate what we have today. Yeah. Um, and so I know people are struggling financially and I know the cost of these types of, you know, groceries even have gone up recently. And that's a reality that we're we're not immune to, we're not sitting here as multimillionaires uh, today, <laughs> lot rolling around in our bills, but we do create our own reality. And if the bank account never changed, you are powerful enough and you can get the resources to change your identity from poverty mindset to abundance mindset, even if the dollars don't change. So I don't want someone to be turned off and say, must be nice. You know, you must be making all this money. And so you feel good. Frankly, I'm probably in the worst financial position I've ever been in my life, but I've never felt so wealthy and in control of the future of my money. So it's, we're relatable people here. Yeah. I love that you said that because, you know, an, a lot of times people think that the people that offer these services, right. <laughs> are, um, it's the same word, but different semantics, right? Different meaning. Our masters of this thing. And 
for your consideration, the definition of being a master is that you're a student of that thing. <laughs> ah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I've not heard it say that way. Yes. Yes. You got, I mean, I, and I think it would be disingenuous to offer a service like this if you didn't live it. Yes. Yes, fully and completely. Recently, um, there is a podcaster I really love. His name is Ed Milet, and he does an episode about money and wealth. It was the first one in this year in 2024 in January. And he said, guys, I know today I'm coming to you as a person that makes hundreds of millions of dollars, but I have also had homes foreclosed, had my water turned off, had to borrow money, been in bad financial situations. So I'm coming to you with the experiences of how to get out of that. And um, if we can sort of shift this into strategy outside of energetics a little bit, the number one way to improve your financial situation in the bank is simply to spend less than you're earning. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows that. But most people are not doing that. And you know what? Well, tell me why do you think that is? Lots of reasons, Cordelia. Lots of reasons. I mean, one of the main ones being it just really no financial education when it comes to the basic way to create um, you know, wealth for your future. Um, but also this kind of keeping up with the Joneses of the $6 lattes and the new iPhone every time one comes out or it's a holiday season and I must spend all of this money on presents. Society kind of creates this uh, minimum you know, requirement to spend thousands of dollars every month on things that you probably could live without if you really had to. What is your take on why people overspend? Well, I was really more on the emotional side. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh my God, I don't have any money. I need to go buy a dress. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Retail therapy? Is that what you're saying? I, I know people like that. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I do too. That's not me, but it, it is absolutely um, a form of... Um, coping or avoiding uh, just yucky feelings on the inside. Some people go to alcohol or food. Some people go to shop, the retail therapy. Uh, either way, it's not empowering. It's not yeah. intentional. And and so how do you feel well, like a wealthy woman if you're just kind of giving this away or using it as a Band-Aid? You know, the empowerment comes from being in control and making that decision of if you do want the latte and that's your thing, like, yes, yes, get the latte. But all of the kind of robotic, systematized type of activities, habitual ways that we let our money go, the swipes and the Amazons and the buy it nows, you know, it doesn't feel great at the end of the day. And we are only where we are because of those decisions that we're making. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's really, yeah, that's really interesting. Cause I, I do want people to listen to us and hear themselves, you know, and hear that it's possible to change. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel like, I should have asked for more, you know, tools or whatever. And I, and sometimes, you know, and you probably know this too, just from working with people, like 
let's be honest, this conversation's 40 minutes. They're probably doing whatever they're doing, even driving. So even if you give them one good thing to think about and look at within themselves, that's like more than enough, mm. you know, um, because I, I want, I want the show to be impactful. You know, I really want people to be free to be, you know, in a loving vibration with their money, you know, in a loving vibration with their, with their sexuality. And, um, you can't do that if I'm throwing like a gazillion things at you, you know? And so I think for this episode, I'm mostly hearing, uh, being open to receiving and um, kind of letting that be the foundation of uh, restructuring your, your mindset around money. And um, that, that'll help you to open your heart. So. Yeah, I actually am learning so much from you in our short period of getting to know each other. In my mind, more is better you know, and you're saying, like, if there's one thing you walk away from, that's actually more impactful. And I'm with you. I absolutely agree that um, with our busy lives and all the things that we're intaking informationally, you know, it is nice to have a simple message. And if open to receiving is the message today, that's going to help some people. That's going to, they're going to question, am I open? What are the things I'm saying to myself? And uh, and this might empower them to put a mantra as a reminder on their phone. I am open to receiving. Um, I love that. Yeah. Are there any more mantras, any more things like in just in that uh, realm that you can we can continue to talk about. Yes. Yes. Great question. I am going to look on my phone to see what are some of the things that I schedule in to say to myself every day or to read to myself every day. And uh, this one will really resonate with any topic, but really owning that I'm the creator of my life. And if I desire it, I'm meant for it. Sometimes we we want something and then we question it if they just if we deserve it or how will it come? And we get to create our own reality with our thoughts and our words, right? Like we're saying. And if something pops in that you really want, a a lifestyle or a material item, some if you desire it, if that's coming up in your heart, then it's meant for you. And um, and you get to attract that. Yeah, what does what you desire does desire you? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, and not having to know how. It's okay to just desire it and spend time fantasizing about it, visualizing it, and um, you know, if we are in partnership with somebody intimately, when we work on that vibration of being open to receive watch out because you will start receiving. People will respond to you in a way of that new identity that you're trying on, that you're shifting into. It's so subtle. But when I started doing this work and saying to myself, I'm a queen of my home, I'm the queen of my home in marriage and in motherhood, I started to get more attention from my husband, even cute little um, nicknames that would pop up, you know? Yeah. Um, 
his love language is acts of service. So he would bring up some water to me in, in bed, or he would empty the dishwasher in the morning before leaving. And I didn't ask him to do any of those things, but the vibration that comes from the external world, when you shift your internal world, um, speak ready, be ready to receive, because when you're open to receive you, you will, they'll, they'll start to even notice things as well that are uh, gifts that are coming your way. That's really amazing. I love to hear stories like that. That's so great. And I'm so curious, and you can feel free not to answer this. Was the sex better too? Uh, the sex has always been great, but it's never been better than it is right See? now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because when I was in shame about my financial situation, embarrassed and feeling guilty, what kind of a vibe am I even putting out there? It's not sexy. It is not sexy. And um, when I shifted to start to identify as a wealthy woman who was open to receive, who was attracting gifts, who, um, you know, believed in, in magic, right? Then I, I was creating that more open vibe in, in the intimacy um, more eye contact, more small touches. And, um, my shoulders were, were high, you know, back and my chin was a little bit higher too. And I was loving on myself. I really was. And when we can love on ourselves and get, get out of that shame spiral, other people want to love on us too. Yeah. Especially your, your life partner, you yeah. know? So, um, because they're the closest person to you. You know, and it's just like you're making them miserable too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is for sure. We are responsible as women. And if anyone listening, our mothers, our vibe really trickles to everybody. So this self-care notion of taking care of us ourselves physically with the, our hair and our nails and our Botox or the lashes, yes. whatever you're into, right? Taking uh, self-care physically, it has to be a component of taking care of yourself in in intimately, right? Sexually, also financially, taking care of your finances, spiritually. It's a whole package. You can't just make the outside look pretty and the inside feel yuck. Yeah. So inside the desert, sometimes we can't have that. We can't, we can't have that. Nobody wants that. And so whatever the self-care thing that you're kind of, you know, avoiding or you're, you're skirting around that one, make it comprehensive, taking care of your mind, your body, your soul, all of the things, um, will really create that environment to receive gifts and to just create a reality where you are happier. Yeah. 100%. So, I, yeah, I really, with motherhood, that's how I came up with this, you know, having sustainable practices of self-nurturing because I was like, the kids are fighting because I'm being not, not nice to myself, mm -hmm. right? I'm less like, monster mom, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like once I changed that and, you know, I was more playful with them, their, their games were not about fighting anymore funny how that works. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I heard yesterday children's love language is play. It's fun. I, I know when we get adults are a little bit more complex. Is it physical touch, words of affirmation? 
for children, their love language is fun. And if we can infuse fun in the home, then like to your point, right, they pick up on that. Uh, but when we're walking around in shame and in guilt and, and just down, um, there's nothing you can say that will make them feel happiness if you're not exuding that as the leader of the home. 100 and women and did you hear that part women are the leader mothers are the leader mm. of the home you know and um and in my case you know i'm i was i still am homeschooling right you can't you can't homeschool the the main lesson is you <laughs> you uh -huh. know yes <laughs> yes it's not what you say it's how you are what yes. you do that they pick up on the most yeah so oh wow this was such a good conversation I enjoyed Thank it. you, Joanna. I'm My so pleasure. happy um, that you were able to come on the Free to Be show. And I know that you have a special gift for um, our listeners. And um, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes. And, um, you know, for if do you have one last word of wisdom before I close the show? By the uh, way, I just I would say, you know, start small, pick one thing today and try it try it for 10 days, you know, and, and don't feel like this is a huge mountain. You need to summit one step towards that identity of being open to be receiving, to be open, to be free in this way with money is really going to snowball into something great. So start small, pick one thing, do it today. You are worthy. And then share this with another heart and share yeah. this with another soul. Yeah. And until next week be free. Thank you for listening to the free to be show. And now allow yourself to go into the oceans of your mind and go within and offer yourself the opportunity to be a sacred experience. A sacred experience is just simply allowing yourself to start fantasizing. What would it feel like to truly be free to be in the way that you were created, in the way that you show up in everything you do and every way you be? Fantasize how you can truly be free and connect with me at cordeliagafar.com.